Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. I wasn't going for it unless I just really went for it and just was like, yeah, I can have a Yoni circle in a conference room. Like, let's go. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Brian Bogart. I am based out of Alamitos Beach here, right by downtown Long Beach. I've just started listening to the podcast recently. Tech is a, a diverse industry compared to most, I feel, and the guests you guys have seem to reflect that. And I also like that you also seem to capture the lifestyle associated with tech. You guys kind of talk about it in accessible, but at the same time, industry terms. And at the same time, you kind of get to learn names and discuss people in the industry that are people you should know if this is a world you want to be successful in, especially in this market. You can find me on Instagram. I do have a private account, so feel free to request me. Maybe send me a message and let me know that you uh, you listen to this. That way I know to accept. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn under Brian Bogart. Just my name. Pretty easy to find. Join thousands of people in L.A. Tech on our We Are L.A. Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Maya Angelou said a quote, I learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. I think about that a lot. I think about how how are we showing up in the world? How do we make others feel? Our teammates, our friends, our family, our neighbors, the people we cross as we're walking down the street. How do we make all those people feel? And is it how we want to show up in the world? Are those two things in alignment? I mean, it's a little bit controversial because we don't, we don't want to be, you know, people pleasing and that kind of thing. That's not what I mean. Is the impact that you're intending to have on your surroundings the impact that you're actually creating? I think that's that's the question to ask of the day. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast, spotlighting LA Tech companies and talent. I am so excited to have an incredible, incredible founder on the show with us today. Hello, Chloe. Hello, Esprit. Before we kick things off, let's start out. Why don't you share a little bit about who you are and what you do? Cool. Yeah. I am the founder and CEO of Yoni Circle. And Yoni Circle is an in-person and online community that brings women together through storytelling. And it's, it's all about connecting to ourselves and others through storytelling. 
Let's give everybody context of what is the Yoni Circle app. I just launched recently. Yoni Circle has been around for for a while, not too long, but a while. And I have had the privilege of being part of a physical Yoni Circle. So this is quite exciting for me. Tell us about the Yoni Circle app, which I've also now been in and it blows my mind. Yeah. So with Yoni Circle, we're really looking to build a new kind of social app. And what exists today is the ability for women to join a live virtual storytelling circle. And that that's weird. No one knows what that is. So I'm going to try to walk through it really quickly. Please so, do. I definitely <laughs> have a hard time describing it. So the huge part of our app is each of these circles are run by a host who we call a salonier. A salonier starts as a community member, and then she applies to be a salonier, is trained by us, and then she becomes an amazing salonier and gets to lead these circles. And so the circle is capped at six women. It begins with a five-minute of chat-based, a group chat. This is just allowing you to get more acquainted with these strangers. And then we go into video circle. The rules of Yoni Circle are to listen and speak from the heart, only speak when you have the talking piece, take the stories with you, leave the names behind, and speak succinctly. The important is that we're creating a container for these stories, for vulnerability within self and others. So it starts with an intro round and women say their name, where they live, what they do for work and or what they're passionate about, and then what's on their mind or in their heart. That just gets us, again, one more dose closer of connecting. And then we tell stories. And that's when it gets uh, a lot more fun. So the Salonier will bring you through a breathing exercise to really just calm your mind, get you in the ability to find your own memories, and then she'll give you a storytelling prompt. I'm, I'm not going to get into it, but the storytelling prompt is something that I worked very hard on, on trying to figure out the best way to really pry at people's memories. It comes, the whole kind of philosophy behind it and, and what we teach the Salonniers, it's all pulling from some great tips from my amazing creative writing teachers through the years and some of the kind of amazing ways they they helped me to open up to find my memoir essays and stuff. So that's what the Salonniers do. And then we, it's all stories around, around a prompt. Um, and then we end in a witness round. And really what these story circles are doing is it's broadening our perspectives, building empathy and helping us realize that we're not alone. The human experience is shared. When did you create the first Yoni Circle? The in-person? Yeah. I left Snap in November of 2017 with this vague idea that I wanted to create a new type of social media platform that brought women together through story. And I was sketching out and trying to build a lot, not what look it looks like today. And so I think it was February of 2018. Yeah, February 2018 that I just, I threw an event. That was the very, oh, actually, no, the very first Yoni Circle I ever did was my birthday party in 2017. This is like before I had any vague idea. I had an empty room in my apartment that was, I was planning to have a roommate be in and completely wooden. And we just sat on this floor and we told stories around what we were manifesting. And 
I ha- I did three circles at night before this like big party and all the women were like, Chloe, you got to keep doing this. Like that was amazing. And so, so cool. then I just like kept having, they started as parties and then me being a bit of a perfectionist and kind of always thinking about how to scale things. I started to turn the events into like an actual product that I could then teach others to do as well. And then that's, that's where Yoni Circle began. And then, and then we took all the learnings from our in-person. So just bit of background since October of 2018, when I was actually really looking at the in-person as a product, we've had over 400 women come through and, and yeah, over 34% have come back of that percentage. The return rate is five. We obviously had to stop with COVID-19, but yeah, it was, it was really beautiful and all, every single circle really affected how we built the app and every time we were learning. And did you intend in the beginning when they were all in person, did you already have a vision that this is going to be an app one day that people could do virtually or did that come about later on? So it came back, like I left Snapchat to build tech. I honestly lost my confidence because I what I was building in the beginning or trying to build wasn't right. For Yoni Circle. Yeah. So it's like it had the name Yoni Circle, but it's like all of a sudden I was building these like product ideas and the in-person was just like taking off. So I was like, all right, let me just do this in-person. And the more I let go of all of the different product ideas I had and just stayed uh, focused, that was (laughs) stayed stayed focused on like the actual like circle. It was just, it kind of, the product just like hit me. I was in in the bathtub one day and I got out of the bath, designed the whole product. And then that was in 2019. Yeah. Just uh, January of 2019. And then over that course of the year is when we really built everything and I got funding and everything. The thing I really admire about you and the reason why I think that you were able to raise money, and it's so exciting that you raised money. Congratulations on (laughs) having a funded startup. I don't know if you're allowed to say, like, how much were you able to raise? And was it separately? Did you have a C stage in the beginning? Or what did that look like for you, that journey, that process in raising? Fundraising was really hard for me. I completely bootstrapped everything Yoni Circle until for like that first year, because I really didn't know what the plan was. And once I came up with the tech product, I very quickly started to design everything, design really the UX, and then get Delphina involved from the illustrative part. And then I actually hired a, just a, a consultant to a design consultant out of Tel Aviv, who was really helpful, really getting it together, putting a clickable prototype together. That led to Akiva coming on board. And that's what I used to fundraise. And so I really started fundraising July of 2019. I didn't close until December. And we closed 1.3 million. It was led by Box Group. And there's some other amazing VCs involved and individual angels involved. And it was like a hard kind of journey, the fundraise, but it also taught me so much. And I'm so grateful for it. And the, the people that have invested, I think really get Yoni Circle. And I'm, I'm just like really excited about the people that I, you know, get to be, I get to like have as teammates during this journey. 
what was your outreach style? Um, what did that look like? And the point of me asking is so everybody listening can be inspired and know how to execute themselves if they have a dream of raising money. What did it take to create the relationships and to get the yeses? So the most important thing with fundraising, I think, is having an Excel sheet, not being afraid to follow up um, and, and try to start getting a yes or no. It was really hard for me to get that first yes, which came from Box Group. Box doesn't usually lead. I hope this is okay to say, but honestly, what I ended up doing was with just one woman who had been to a real Yoni circle and then the partner that was, you know, kind of going to say yes or no. I just impromptu did a Yoni circle. We used a Diet Coke can as a talking piece because uh, I really knew that if, I knew that like if he hated it after he had experienced it, if he still couldn't see it, then it was okay and it wasn't right. But like I wasn't I wasn't going for it unless I just really went for it and just was like, yeah, I can have a yoni circle in a conference room. Like let's go. And it was really beautiful and really connecting circle. And after that, I I I honestly just like propositioned them. I was like, you're my favorite. You're my favorite investor. I continue to really like talking to you. I'd really like for you to lead. And I just went for it. And I think you, I I know so many stories of fundraising where, you know, everyone's like knocking on their, you know, they're getting like these sheets and they're getting to decide or, you know, they're not the ones, a lot of the people I know that got funding, they weren't the ones to be like, hey, I want you. And so that was scary for me. And I'm, very happy that I I did it. And I think sometimes like you have to go with that gut, especially when you're doing something new that you already know. Like I knew not everyone was going to get Yoni Circle. Like Yoni Circle is kind of crazy. Like people still. <laughs> it I mean, is. You it's hard to describe. <laughs> I have a hard, I have to go through a whole thing. I'm like, okay. And I still probably didn't describe it well. Yeah. So you're a Venice-based company. Are you hiring right now? Absolutely. I will give a caveat. We are a Venice-based company now, but we will be a Silver Lake-based company <laughs> very soon. Very um, funny. Because, you know, just trying to – I've been in Venice for a long time, and our in-person community is absolutely not on the west side. They are on the east side. We are hiring. The two hires that we're focused on right now are – a senior tech lead. And then we'll also be hiring another engineer, so a founding engineer. So we're also looking for for those applicants as well as a product designer. And we're really looking for people that are aligned with our mission. Everyone needs to be a self-starter and ready to show up as their true self for work every day and ready to really work as a team and and let's hustle and, and build this together. For the product designer in particular, I'm really looking for someone that is ready to really think outside the box, you know, understands the design paradigms and is ready to break them in a really interesting way because we want to make a new world, Yoni world. And where can people apply? They can apply by emailing me. I don't have it on our website, but it's just Chloe, C-H-L-O-E at YoniCircle.com. And what LA tech talent or company have you come across lately who's really impressed you? If I'm being fully honest and, you know, who really sticks out in my mind, it's my technical advisor. That's fair. 
Yeah. I met him when I was at Snapchat. His name's Akiva Bamberger. And he built the whole app from scratch. And a lot of the app is is decently complicated in terms of the interactions of the video chat. And yeah, he, he built it all pretty quickly. He built it on the weekends. He was the CTO at TTYL, which is another LA tech startup for a bit. And yeah, so I'd say technical talent wise, Akiva's who I'm most impressed with right now. Being that you've had a a background at Snapchat, would you say that being at Snapchat as part of the LA tech ecosystem really helped accelerate you forward? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't think I would have gotten any of the meetings that I got fundraising wise without Snap. I obviously wouldn't have connected with Akiva without Snap. And so much of what I'm now building is so much about like my learning experience, whether it was tangible skills or just being inspired and grounded in myself to know what type of product and what type of culture I wanted to create here in LA. I love it. And you and I met at the Crosscut Ventures annual event. I don't remember what month it's in. It's oh anyway, my God. It's an annual, yeah. Do you remember <laughs> what month that. it's in? Like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's in March or something. Yeah, it was definitely, we were outside. Crosscut Ventures do these incredible like women celebratory days once a year and we met there and it's funny because I had Chloe in my phone somehow we like had a really meaningful moment and we connected and then we just didn't connect for I guess we just got busy and like life and years later I randomly discover Yoni Circle and want to go and then I see like and then I think I I go to you and oh I know Yoni Circle was recommended to me by someone I met at an outside event that's what happened okay so there's an outside there's outside which is like um I they hate it when I say something like this but it's almost like a boutique hostel it's like for grown-up hostels I know that it's like a terrible description for them but anyway that's how I feel about it it's like awesome it's amazing it's this community of entrepreneurs and they have places all around the world and they have multiple locations in Los Angeles from Venice to Santa Monica anyway so they do all these events they have these phenomenal community managers and at one of these events one of the girls I think she no, I think she she wasn't a leader of this. She wasn't a salonier. She was just somebody attending, and she talked about it and she said how it was created by this woman in tech. And I was like, well, I can get behind that. Sounds kind of woo woo, but if she's in tech, it's probably going to be cool. So I'll go to her thing. So I go to the website. I sign up for a salon. I was very confused about the website. I had no idea what I was signing up for. I show up at this place in Venice. I I was like, what? You make these bracelets in the beginning and you like put your like special word on it. And I was like, dude, I don't do arts and crafts. It's like so not my jam. Give me a business strategy, you know? And so like, but I'm like loving it. I'm feeling like really in touch with it and I'm like going with the flow and then by the end of it I was like madly in love with it Chloe and I reconnect again not really remembering that we knew each other and we exchange fun I'm like wait I have you in my phone how's that possible and then we remembered that we met at this gathering and it's just really interesting like how Having a community ecosystem, bringing people together, even though those relationships may not flourish right away, like 
It's the rapport of creating relationships over time, and that's why it's really important to keep our LA Tech community together and connected, and that's why We Are LA Tech exists. Chloe is now like a friend of mine. She's amazing. I'm so proud of her, and everything she's done at Yoni Circle blows my mind. But how cool is it that I got to meet someone random at this event a long time ago who like I've been able to experience her journey as she's gone through it. And that's the opportunity that we all have in Los Angeles because like we are like a startup hub. We're a place where people are just starting new innovation and then we get to be a part of their journey as we become, you know, as big as Silicon Valley and all this stuff. And I don't know, going on a tangent, but I'm really happy I met you. (laughs) Me too. Also, I just realized that I met you. I was still at Snap when I went to that event. And I just remember, because it was all female founders. And I just, I just remember being like, I want to be a female founder someday. (laughs) I got to figure my shit out. (laughs) And now you are. Where can people connect with you further? Well, you can download the app and apply to be a member and message me on Yoni Circle because I love getting new friends on Yoni Circle. Um, well, actually, in order to message me, you have to have done a circle with me. We have some rules around that. But then also, yeah, just Instagram me. It's it's in the, the picture that Esprit is going to share, but it's chaotic spelled correctly. And then it's K-L-O-W-Y. So it's chaotic Chloe and Chloe is spelled chaotically. I made it up in college. I'll just do it one more time for you guys on Instagram. C-H-A-O-T-I-C-K-L-O-W-Y. Chloe, thank you so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast. If you want to connect and collaborate with more amazing people in the Los Angeles tech community, remember to go to the We Are LA Tech Facebook group at wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Takes you straight there. Say hello on social at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. This is Chloe Dremel, and I'm the founder and CEO of Yoni Circle. We are a Venice-based startup, soon to be Silver Lake-based startup here in Los Angeles. And we are an in-person community and a social app that connects women more deeply to themselves and others through storytelling. And you're listening to We Are LA Tech. Hi, this is Arlen Hamilton, author of It's About Damn Time, How to Turn Being Underestimated into Your Greatest Advantage. And you're listening to We Are LA Tech. I feel so grateful I've had the privilege of getting an advanced copy of Arlen Hamilton's new book, It's About Dan Time. She is one of the most inspiring venture capitalists I've ever come across. Her story from having absolutely nothing and being completely broke to being one of the most influential venture capitalists in the world blows my mind. And her book is insanely well written. Right when I picked it up, I didn't want to put it down. She teaches me and us how to become the asset, how to be our best selves, and how to be a person that not only creates opportunity for ourselves, but creates an abundance of opportunity for others. I'm so proud to share her book with you. And I hope you'll pick it up. And I know for sure you'll be just as riveted as I was with each page you turned. Get It's About Damn Time at itsaboutdamntime.com.
The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Sarah Tran. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.